You're listening to the Path to Parenthood podcast series. Today's episode is about how to talk to your egg donor child. Featuring Helene Rosenberg, PhD, and her daughter, Allegra Epstein. Hi, I'm Helene Rosenberg. I'm the egg donor matching coordinator at IVF New Jersey, and I'm the mother of the first babies born from egg donation in New Jersey. And here is my daughter, Allegra Epstein, who is the girl twin, and there's a boy twin, Nathaniel. I was going to ask you, Allegra, do you remember the first time that I told you that you were egg donor babies, you and Nathaniel? Do you remember? Um, I don't remember, but I do remember the story that I thought I was born in a donut shop right. rather than being an egg donor child. Right, you thought you were a donut baby. Yes, I did. Right, right, at Dunkin' Donuts. I remember that. <laughs> You, do you want me to tell you? I'll tell you how it happened. I bet you don't remember, but it was um, in swim class. You and Nathaniel took swimming class, and I'd always looked for an entree, some way to tell you, and you were about three and a half, and you were in the pool, and you got out, and the, the swimming teacher came over to you and said, um, you're a wonderful swimmer, Allegra, and you're a wonderful swimmer, Nathaniel, and the thing is, Daddy and I are lousy swimmers. So I said to you, I thought, perfect, perfect, perfect. This is how I'm going to tell you. Um, mommy's not a good swimmer, and Daddy's not a good swimmer, but your donor was a lifeguard, so she was a good swimmer, and that's the first time I said donor to you, and neither one of you said anything. And about, you were always the one that asked the question. Um, about two months later, you said, Mommy, what's a donor? And I said, a donor is somebody who gives you what you need. And uh, you said, what did you need, Mommy? And I said, I needed eggs so that you could grow in my tummy. And that was it. You were lucky. You, you, you said, okay. And you didn't ask another question for a while. And then you started to ask a lot of questions. I think the benefits of early disclosure are that one doesn't have to worry that your children are going to find out in a bad way, in a way that um, will embarrass them or embarrass the teller, so that you feel absolutely confident that no matter what people say to them, they're ready for it and they can answer them because they've had every, um, they've had every um, moment to think about it and to, to, to ponder it. So. Um, that, that's what I think. I think there are a lot of advantages of early disclosure. Um, it, it allowed me to have a sense of identity that none of my friends had from an age because I knew how much my parents wanted me. Um, because, you know, most kids know, okay, your mommy and daddy, you know, had a child. But for me, it was like mommy and daddy couldn't have a child and I tried so hard to have you. And that really gives you a sense of, wow, you're special. and. Thank you, Mommy. Like, thank you for going through all of that to have me. And that's the sense that me and my brother have, even though we don't say it out loud. It's, it's, it's there. It's within our family dynamic. It's, it makes us special, and, and we know that, and we've grown up with that feeling. I shared that I was a donor egg with my friends from the start. I thought it was awesome. I thought, why not? Like, I thought it made me cool. It was, it was part of my identity. It was part of who I am when, when I introduced myself, especially when I was young, I would say, I'm a legger and I'm a donor mm -hmm. egg child because you know, I was the first one mm -hmm. in New Jersey. I thought you know, I was awesome. And, and I mean, it was always, I didn't know at the time, but I, as I got older, I really did realize that it just was because my parents wanted me so much. And that it just, it's such a wonderful way to grow up knowing that you know, your, your mom and dad really want you, that they love you and that. Hmm. <laughs> That's great. 
That's great. And I remember you would say to me when you went to camp, should I tell everybody I'm an egg donor baby? And I said, yeah, if you want to. And you would tell everybody. And, and I think sometimes these kids wouldn't really know how to process it. They would be 10 years old. And you would tell them, and, and you were so proud of it that they thought it was something that was really good. So they'd say, yeah, oh, wow, Allegra, you're an egg donor baby. It's, it's true. Um, uh, the, the way in which you, I mean, I grew up with my mother telling me that being an egg donor child was a good thing, was a wonderful thing. And so when I told other people, it was something I was proud of. And so by being proud of it, I gave it a the good uh, kind of reputation that it deserves instead of like it's something to be ashamed of because it's not. I mean, having a baby is the most beautiful, wonderful miracle of life. You know, having a child, being born. And, 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 there are, and the fact that there are new ways in which you can make a family is, is a miracle and, and wonderful. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's something to be proud of. And I think I was really proud that I did it. Since I was the first person, I didn't know anybody who had ever been a recipient. So I remember thinking, wow, I am so gutsy. I am so gutsy. I want to have children so much that I'm going to do this, and it's going to be fine. And when I saw the bo both of you when you were born, I thought, this is amazing. They're, they're, they're just like regular kids. You look just like a regular baby. That was the first feeling. I said, these are the first egg donor babies I've ever seen. And they're beautiful. And they, they belong to daddy and me. And I thought, what a good deal. It's really, it's true. It's really, it was an amazing feeling. The idea about disclosure to other people, I think, is, is a complicated question because, of course, I believe that the, the, the children need to know. That's the most important. Other people don't matter. If it's going to be difficult, if it's going to be embarrassing. I told my mother, who was um, an older mother, and uh, I think she had a lot of trouble understanding what it was. And sometimes she would say embarrassing things about, I remember when you went to get shoes and when you were little, you probably don't remember this either. When you were little, you had long feet and I have short feet. And we, you were in, in the shoe store and the, and the sales guy said, oh, you have long feet for somebody who's seven. And, and grandma said, oh, she must have um, the donor's feet because my daughter has little feet and I have little feet and my son-in-law has little feet. And I thought, oh my goodness, and if you didn't know that, if you hadn't have known that you were um, a donor child, I think that would have been a situation that was terrible. But you were so busy, you had on black patent leather shoes and you were walking around, you weren't even paying any attention <laughs> to Grandma. And, and when I went out of the store, I said to Grandma, um, why did you say that? And she said, because I wanted the, the man to know. And I said, you have to remember, this isn't about, it isn't about you, it's about the kids. And we have to make sure that the kids feel good about themselves. Not that you, her feet are long or short, but that <laughs> we have kids and they have feet. That's what's so really terrific. So, so that's, that, that's hard. It's hard sometimes because you certainly don't want people to say something before you've told the children. And um, I told everybody, and I was proud of it. And people still say, your daughter looks so much like you, even though they know that. They know that, but they still say that. Because I think the, the my, I just feel so proud of it and proud of you and proud of Nathaniel that I, I think that they can tell that so that they don't, don't, for me personally, they don't feel judgmental. They're not judging us in a way that I wouldn't want to be judged. I also you know, nature versus nurture, I have all of my mother's mannerisms. I meet people and they say, I'm just like my mother. I do her hand gesticulations <laughs> and, I, and I have her 
sense of like wonder about the world and you know I I think that if for some people it's the for some mothers considering uh, egg donation that they think their child's not going to be like them I don't think that's something to be worried about at all I am my mother's daughter a hundred percent that makes me feel really good, you know, because I, I see it. I, I kept seeing it happening. You'd say the words that I say. Nathaniel, too, he says the word, some of my turns of phrases, and I think, I'm listening to myself, and he's, and it's, it's of course they're going to be like you because I'm your mother. You, you model your behavior on my behavior, and, and you've become like me, even though your hair is blonde and mine is not. It doesn't, there, there, there's no other difference, really. I am curious about my donor, <laughs> but I... I kind of keep her as this person that, you know, that helped me be alive, but not someone I'd ever want to meet. I mean, she, because my mother is my mother, um, hmm. and it's this mystery within my life that I'm lucky to have to have this mystery throughout my entire life that of someone who helped me be able to live in this world, but I don't know who they are, and I'm okay with that. What defines a family is people who love each other and care about each other and, and are together as a unit. I, I think our family is really special, and I don't know if it's just because you're egg donor babies, and but I think it's because you have wonderful values and wonderful morals and enthusiasm for life, and, and I'm proud to be part of the family. I'm really proud of you. I'm proud of Nathaniel. I'm just so proud, and I feel like it's our family, and we go back together to get strength from it and then go away from it when we go out for the day and come back and, and it's still there and we can grow together. I think one of the most scary moments for me, and I don't know, Allegra, also if you remember this, you were probably four or five and you wanted to watch the Tony Awards because you'd seen Beauty and the Beast and Lion King. and. <laughs> And I wanted to watch, I wanted to have one minute of the Tony Awards by myself, and they were on very late, and I said, you need to go to sleep. And you looked at me, and you did your Allegra, and you said, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my mother. And I, I just was, I thought, I, like my life flashed in front of me, and I thought, I've been, I've been saying it's a really great thing to say that you're a donor baby, and I thought, well, wait a minute, I'm the grown-up here. And I said to you, I'm looking around Allegra and I don't see any other mother. So for now, you're gonna have to listen to me. And I wanna tell you that you can't ever say that. You can say to me, I hate you. You're the worst mother in the whole world, but you can't say you're not my mother because I would never ever say to you, you're not my daughter. And then you just like, you started, you started to cry. And you said, oh, I'm so sorry, mommy. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. And and you said, you never, ever said it again. I bet, I, I, I just think, and of course you've always said, you know, I can't believe you're making me do that, but you never said that. I bet, I didn't think you remembered it. No, I didn't. Yeah, it was just, it was, um, and of course daddy wasn't in the room. I think had daddy been in the room, you never would have said that. I think he, he would have, it just was something that it was just between the two of us. And I thought that was a pivotal moment because I thought, I handled it really well, and that's really true. I would never say to you, you're not my daughter. And so I, I figured that was an important thing for me to know and for other people to know that sometimes things happen that are surprising, but you can handle it. No matter what the, the question is or what the comment is, you just have to think, feel from the heart, speak from the heart. And, and that, that was just, I thought, the turning point. 
I felt at that moment things were going to be really smooth sailing. This podcast is brought to you by Path to Parenthood, an inclusive organization committed to helping people create their families by providing leading-edge outreach programs and timely educational information. The scope of our work encompasses reproductive health, infertility prevention and treatment, and family-building options, including adoption and third-party solutions. Path to Parenthood is a national, not-for-profit, 501c3 charitable organization headquartered in New York City.